I'm Bonnie Roberts of Aspire Coaching, and this is the Momspiration Podcast. I share with you some of the most beautiful language I have found in the words of poets and writers who have influenced me and what I personally have learned from their masterpieces. My mission is to inspire moms because moms then lift and inspire their families and communities. I share these selections for educational purposes only and encourage you to search out more of their work if it resonates with you. Minimize distractions as you listen in full presence to get the most value from this program. Let's dive in. People have so many expressions about the heart. For some examples, I knew it in my heart, or my heart is heavy today, or follow your heart, or from the bottom of my heart, or he has a lot of heart, or the heart wants what it wants, and dozens more. A line from David White goes, the heartbroken heart coming to heartfelt rest. What is going on here? Of course, none of these expressions refer to the actual blood-pumping organ in our chests. The figurative heart represents something too abstract to be understood. So we've given it this symbol. The heart symbolizes invisible spiritual connection with others, with ourselves, with nature, and with God. It's something that isn't discerned through any of our senses. And yet we can feel it sometimes quite powerfully as a force. The mind is another abstraction that we often associate with the brain, although like the heart, it actually has nothing to do with that organ. As the literal creatures we are, we had to put it somewhere. Sometimes the mind is spoken of as antithetical to the heart, logical, methodical, reasonable where the heart is flighty, sentimental, and tender. Sometimes I think of my mind and my heart as being at war with each other. But this is only because, as we all do, I have different parts inside my psyche that have unique objectives. And the parts that have a more masculine energy to them, I associate with my mind. And the more feminine, I tend to associate with my heart, all subconsciously, of course. When any of those are in conflict with another part, I tend to think of it as my mind and my heart in conflict with each other. But that's not even close to what's actually going on. We have to get in there into our psyches and let the different parts be heard in order to resolve these conflicts. This is a key element in my life coaching practice, actually. For most of my life, I've allowed my mind parts to overpower my heart parts. But lately, I've swung in the opposite direction, and my heart has held more sway. But really, we need to find balance between these. Both faculties have their purpose and their place in guiding us. But today, in this session, I'm going to focus on the heart. Since most of us live in Western cultures, which tend to overplay the role of the mind and not tune in as much to the heart. This is a big topic, so specifically, today is for how our hearts connect with God or whatever higher power you happen to subscribe to. Let's look at what a couple of brilliant writers have said on this subject. In his famous essay, Self-Reliance, Ralph Waldo Emerson writes, Henceforth, please God, forever I forego the yoke of men's opinions. I will be light-hearted as a bird and live with God. 
I find him in the bottom of my heart. I hear continually his voice therein. End quote. It would seem that in order to access God's voice in the bottom of your heart, you have to stop being outward focused on what other people think and just focus inwardly. It is then that we can hear his voice continually. A mentor once told me that I have a direct connection to God, and I immediately rejected the idea when I first heard it because I knew I didn't have big, showy spiritual experiences like so many others in that group seemed to have. I thought that meant God didn't talk to me as much as them, that I was less inspired. But I've come to realize that my mentor was right. My connection to God in my heart is always there, consistently, directly. And since it doesn't come and go, I don't notice it most of the time. A fish doesn't notice the water until it is gone. And we don't usually notice the air we breathe. It's just always there. I love knowing that, like Emerson, I can hear God's voice in my heart continually when I tune in, and it's something I've come to depend upon. There's a beautiful but obscure verse from the German poet Rainer Maria Rilke, which translated reads, You need not wait until God comes to you and says, I am. A God who must confess his strength makes no sense. For you must know that God has worked in you from the beginning, and when your heart glows and betrays nothing, he creates therein. End quote. This is definitely the experience I've had with connecting with God. He never makes a big show of anything, because he doesn't have to. He has nothing to prove or to demonstrate. He's just there, and always has been working in me. That feeling of glowing in the heart only happens when I'm being absolutely authentic, by living my truth and being honest with myself and others. When I feel that glow, I know it's God inspiring me, and the ideas and insights I have do not come from me, but through me. It is through the heart that he creates, as it is through the heart that we connect with him. The next time you feel that glow in your heart, Consider the way you're being surrounding that moment and let it clue you in to how you can nurture that glow more often. Were you speaking your truth? Were you doing something that you love? Were you demonstrating compassion? Were you allowing yourself to relax and be in flow? Were you in gratitude? Pay more attention to, the, to that glow and allow it to guide you. I don't believe that your heart can ever steer you wrong. I know that mine hasn't. I hope this program has inspired you and brought a degree of grounded presence to your day. I'd like to thank the poets featured in this episode for the light their words have brought into the world. Consider subscribing so that you don't miss an episode. For more information about my coaching programs, visit calledtoaspire.com. Thank you for listening in.